Hebrews faith. Hebrews 11, 1 to 40. The triumphs of faith. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it the men of old gained approval. By faith we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. By faith Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained the testimony that he was righteous, God testifying about his gifts. And through faith, though he is dead, he still speaks. By faith Enoch was taken up, so that he would not see death. And he was not found because God took him up, for he obtained the witness that before his being taken up, he was pleasing to God. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must first believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. By faith, Noah, being warned by God about things not yet seen, in reverence prepared an ark for the salvation of his household, by which he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. By faith Abraham, when he was called, obeyed by going out to a place which he was to receive for an inheritance, and he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith he lived as an alien in the land of promise, as in a foreign land dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, fellow heirs of the same promise. For he was looking for the city, which has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith, even Sarah herself received ability to conceive, even beyond the proper time of life, since she considered him faithful who had promised. Therefore, there was born even one man, and him as good as dead, at that as many descendants as the stars of heaven in number, and innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. All these died in faith without receiving the promises, but having seen them and having welcomed them from a distance, and having confessed that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. For those who say such things make it clear that they are seeking a country of their own. And indeed, if they had been thinking of that country from which they went out, they would have had the opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly one. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. By faith Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises was offering up his only begotten son. It was he to whom it was said, In Isaac your descendant shall be called. He considered that God is able to raise people even from the dead, from which he also received them back as a type. By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau, even regarding things to come. By faith, Jacob, as he was dying, blessed each of his sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the exodus of the sons of Israel and gave orders concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents 
because they saw he was a beautiful child, and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to endure ill treatment with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, considering the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. By faith, he left Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is unseen. By faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood, so that he who destroyed the firstborn would not touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as though they were passing through dry land, and the Egyptians, when they attempted it, were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days. By faith, Rahab the harlot did not perish along with those who were disobedient after she had welcomed the spies in peace. And what more shall I say? For time will fail me if I tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets, who by faith conquered kingdoms, performed acts of righteousness, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, from weakness were made strong, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. Women received back their dead by resurrection, and others were tortured, not accepting their release, so that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others experienced mockings and scourgings, yes, also chains and were imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn in two, they were tempted, they were put to death with the sword. They went about in sheepskins and in goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, ill-treated, men of whom the world was not worthy, wandering in deserts and mountains and caves and holes in the ground. And all these, having gained approval through their faith, did not receive what was promised, because God had provided something better for us, so that apart from us, they would not be made perfect. What an incredible passage of scripture, living manna, describing what true faith is. Hebrews 11, 1-2 Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it, faith, the men of old gain their approval. What does this mean? Faith is the reality of the truth realized or known and then acted upon in obedience to Christ through righteous works. Faith sees in the Spirit and then acts in obedience to what God is asking. James 2, 20-26 It is by this kind of faith that the men of old gained their approval, their righteousness in Christ, and then lived righteously. There was no sacrifice that could cleanse them of their sin and iniquity, Hebrews 10 verse 4, even though these practices were done. It was the reality of their faith, the reality of the truth realized and known and then acted upon in obedience to God through a work that made them the righteousness of God. Romans 4, 22 to 24 says, Therefore, it was also credited as righteousness. 
Now, not for his sake only was it written that it was credited to him, but for our sake also, to whom it will be credited as those who believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. This word faith is mentioned 24 times by the author in Hebrews 11. It is either written by faith or through faith or in faith. So it is a reality we are to live in and from. The Apostle Paul said he no longer lived and the life he now would live in the flesh, he would live by faith in Jesus. This is the same faith as Hebrews 11 is describing. And it was Paul that said we must be imitators of him as he imitates Christ. Imitating a life of faith. Faith sees the unseen spiritual reality, receives this truth, and lives from this position. People who are in this kind of faith and live from it can operate in this position because of what they see, and what they see enables them to live in accordance to this sight. 2 Corinthians 4, 16-18 Three powerful examples of this kind of faith is Hebrews 11, 7, 2 Kings 6, 15-18, and Hebrews 11, 13. Let's have a look at Hebrews 11, verse 7. By faith Noah, being warned by God about things not yet seen, in reverence prepared an ark for the salvation of his household, by which he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Question for us. Is God speaking to us about things not yet seen? Look at the outcome of God speaking to Noah about things unseen. In reverence, Noah prepared an ark. Another question. Are we a house that is being prepared because we are in reverence to God because of what he is showing us? Remember, these things are unseen to the natural or physical eye, but seen and heard by the spiritual ear and eye. Another question, what does it mean to be in reverence? It means to have a deep respect, a bow or curtsy before the one you are in reverence to. It means to be captivated, arrested, and in awe and wonder of the Almighty God. In this posture, Noah prepared an ark. Are we preparing our house for the salvation of a household? Because of the reverence we are in. Because God is teaching us about things that are not yet seen. All the things that he has prepared for us to those who love him that are revealed through the Spirit. Luke 12, 35 says, Be dressed in readiness and keep your lamps lit. Matthew 24, 44 says, For this reason you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour when you do not think he will come. Matthew 7, 24-29 talks about building your house on the rock, not on sand. Noah's action was to build an ark that everyone else had no reference for. Noah was prepared to live differently than everyone else because of what God had shown him. He obeyed God and built the ark according to the pattern God gave him. This was a righteous work, a righteous act of the saint. Question, are we being built in accordance to the pattern in which Jesus builds his house, his modern day ark? If we are not, 
then we will not be ready when Jesus returns. Only those who are being built by Jesus will be made ready for his return. Only those ready will be able to be hope and life in these dark days. The rest will be scrambling and will be found out because they did not live a kind of faith. Maybe this is why Jesus says, when he returns, will he find faith? Let's look at 2 Kings 6, 15-17. Now when the attendant of the man of God had risen early and gone out, behold, an army with horses and chariots was circling the city. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? So he answered, Do not be afraid. For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then Elisha prayed and said, O Lord, I pray open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Elisha could see, but his servant couldn't. He tells his servant not to be afraid because those who are with us are greater than the army that surrounds us. What is he talking about? Elisha can see things that his servant can't, because Elisha sees in the spirit and is living from this perspective. Elisha has no need to fear because of what he can see. He is living in accordance to what he is looking at. He is living in reverence to the unseen. Elisha then prays and asks God to open his servant's eyes so he can also see this unseen reality. The Lord then opens the servant's eyes and he is now brought into Elisha's reality, a God-given reality because of faith, and can live from this posture of faith and no longer the position of fear he was in. Hebrews 11.13 says this, all these died in faith, meaning all these people from Hebrews 11, without receiving the promises, but having seen them and having welcomed them from a distance and having confessed that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. This is another powerful example of faith operating. All these people died in faith without receiving the promises, but having seen them and having welcomed them from a distance. What are these promises that these people saw and welcomed? They are the eternal promises for the church. Revelation 2 verse 7, Revelation 2, 10 to 11, Revelation 2, 17, Revelation 2, 26 to 28, Revelation 3 verse 5, 12 and 21, 2 Timothy 4, 7 to 8, James 1 verse 12, Revelation 19, 7 to 9, Philippians 3, verse 11, and 2 Timothy 2, verse 12. Abraham received a son, Isaac, and also entered the land God promised him. And yet there were more promises to receive and welcome, eternal promises as above. These are prophetic eternal promises for the church to receive and live from, welcoming them. All this is made possible because of the by faith in Jesus. Do you and I live from this kind of faith?